0: I miss the old Tomas. Does triple front Tomas. Tramp with the jump Tomas. Look like a stump Tomas. I hate the new Tomas. Goes in on hands Tomas. Got lots of fans Tomas. Spaz with the plan Tomas. I miss the sweet Tomas. Toes with the feet Tomas. I gotta say at that time I'd like to meet Tomas. See, I stunned Tomas. It was the twist in Tomas. And now by look and look around to all the girls thirsting Tomas. I used to love Tomas. I used to love Tomas. I even had the Black Speedo. I thought I was Tomas. What is? Thomas made a song about Tomas called I Miss the Old Tomas. Man, that would be so Tomas. That's what it was, Tomas. We still love Tomas. And I love you like Tomas loves Tomas.
1: Hey, what is up, guys? Welcome back to Organic Matters. This is our fourth episode, and Dom, what was that? So,
0: story time. (laughs) Um, So, I watched this YouTuber called Ludwig, and he made a parody of I Love Kanye about Mango. He's a Smash uh, Melee player who's one of the best of all time. Super Smash Brothers? Yeah, Super Smash Brothers Melee player, Mm -hmm. but one of the best of all time. And so then I thought... About We were at diving, and I realized how Tomas, his first year of diving, would always go in on his feet, and he
1: would always do doubles. Like I would do a double front flip instead of today I would do a front two and a half. So, And then he did
0: triple his sophomore year. And then one day he's like, dude, I finally got my whole list, which is the dives you do, to one and a half. And I'm like... And I was still stuck over here doing doubles. And I was like, man, I missed the old Tomas. And then I was like, straight from the triple Tomas. <laughs> and then so then last night, before the pod, I thought, I'm like, I should write, I love Tomas. <laughs> and do it for the podcast and for see podcast. and see his reaction. See
1: his dedication, guys. He used his creative brain to create something. Um yeah. So we could go into a little
0: bit about some of the lyrics. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah.
1: Give me give me the most interesting line from that song that you created. So, probably one of my favorites was, "Look Like a Stump, Tomas. Because you... A stump? A stump. Like like a tree stump?
0: Yeah, and tree stumps are kind of thick and kind of fat. Because you used to oh. be a little fat. <laughs> you definitely weren't a skinny as you are now. So, look Like a Plump, Tomas. And then also... Uh, uh, the I hate the new Tomas. Spaz with a plan, Tomas. It's because you make up plans out of nowhere. Like, and I just, I'm not ready for them. And you don't tell me them until I'm already at the place. And you're like, all right, so here's the plan. And I'm like, I thought the plan was to do this. Kind of like how... I feel like they come from somewhere. Okay, but you just don't tell me them. And then you just make up a plan and it's kind of spazzy. I think...
1: I think- most of the time, I tell you them.
0: Well, one time... I'd, I'd say at
1: least 80% of the time, I tell you the plans before they happen. Yeah, but recently, you have not been. So that's why I wrote Spaz with the Plans.
0: <laughs> kind of like how... So last podcast... What was the last podcast? Or is it... The, I think it was the second episode. We talked about... No, it wasn't What did we talk about? One of the podcasts, we talked about our biggest ics. Oh. And and one of mine where mine was that you can never take no for an answer. And then, like, a couple days later, you're like, all right, dude, here's the plan. You're sleeping over, and then we're doing all this. Well, actually, you, you came over so that you could, like... Yeah. Uh, what, what were you doing at my, my house? My plan, I said, yo, dude, I'm going to come over for 15 minutes, get the podcast onto my hard drive so I can edit it. Oh, yeah, And yeah, then yeah. you're like, right, yeah, bet. So then I get there. <laughs> I get there. We were totally vibing at this point, like, once he's here. And then you're like, all right, dude, so you're going to sleep over? And I'm like, dude, I really can't sleep over. So like, then, but,
1: but, like, we're here... And we're vibing, and you don't got anything else in the morning, so I'm thinking you just stay, stay the night. I mean, it, it's it's no harm. It's no harm. Like, we're already here. But I was, like, so
0: tired, and I was like, my bed is just so much better, and I was just like, the, my home
1: feels better. So I don't want to stay the night, and I kept telling you that, and then... Dominic does have a very homey house. His mom always makes my bed whenever I sleep over. And it's crazy. I'm 17. I, I could make my own bed. Like, you could give me bedding. I can make it for myself. But Mom Pom's always like, here's a bed. I'm like, thanks. But he decides... He's like, all right, one second. Picks up the
0: phone. Calls my mom. <laughs> she doesn't answer because she doesn't answer her phone all the time. And he leaves a message. And the message is like, hey, Mom Pom. um, I was just wondering if like if Dominic was like hypothetically could spend the night and then I'm in the back I'm like mom I, I don't want to say that he's he's forcing me
1: I wish we, I wish we had the voicemail to show you guys
0: and he's like D- don't worry about what Dom's saying um <laughs> yeah, but you should he so can he stay the night that'd be great all right see you mom mom and I'm like D- I, I don't want to say that and then he hangs up and then I get a text from my mom later that says, what the heck was that message about? <laughs> I'm like, Tomas really wants me to stay tonight, but I really don't want to, because you just couldn't take no for an answer. But I thought that was funny. How, <laughs> you just couldn't take no for an answer.
1: Well, you know, that was a, It was still a pretty productive night because during that night, um, after that whole phone call, voicemail thing, that was like, you know, it probably should have happened. Like, probably should have slept over. Could have came up with more topics. But we actually came up with some topics to be to talk about on the podcast. Uh, we did we did 30 minutes of just straight think and write down anything that you can think of to talk about on the podcast so we basically now have infinite topics to talk about so I wouldn't say infinite topics I'd say you know you know like in in math right when X is like less than or equal to infinity Sure well right now we're in like inequality so it's more like x is, uh, is greater than zero, and then it's like, equal or equal to two, or twenty, and then it's like, greater than or equal to uh infinity. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I think, we could start
0: with, so we talked about how you would always do triples, but then you switch to going in everything on hands. I, I like to talk about how, so during dive season, I it always starts out, like, I'm so hyper for dive season bro I'm going to learn so many new dives I'm going to do so well This is my year I thought that Sophomore year And Like after like the first week of freshman year We progressively learned that that wasn't the case And then I And then There's that one point of the season Where I just begin not to like diving You just plateau It's not that I plateau It's just My least favorite thing about diving Is going for a new dive Especially ones just really any new dive, actually, you you just have the innate ability to just throw dives.
1: Yes and no. Um, I know that I'm gonna get hurt every, every anytime I learn a new dive because it always starts bad. Even easy dives. Like today, today during practice, I was just doing a like I was in a tuck position on the three meter springboard, and I just had a little do a little bounce. In the tuck position and kick up and i had never done that before and i like straight up landed on my back like even though it was an easy thing it was still difficult for me to do for the first time after like three times though i was hitting it perfectly it just takes a couple to do and then you your brain starts uh understanding the motion of the dive and you can you can throw it easier but my thing is is diving is so mental and
0: your mental, I think, is just stronger than mine because I can't, after I throw a dive, and let's say I smack, my brain just goes, you're not doing that again. So then it's like the, it's worse mental block than doing it the first time, is doing it the second time. That's why every time I try to do back one and a half, like, which is what it sounds like you do back, you do a one backflip, and then you're going on your hands. It's just so hard because I've trained myself not to land on my head mm-hmm. through trampoline And then, so I trick myself not to do that through trampoline. And then I have to do that into the water and it's just, I'm just disoriented. And then every time I fail, then my brain's like, you cannot do that again. And then I get frustrated with myself and I, it's just, it's just so frustrating how I just can't commit to any dive. And then I see you doing all these dives and I'm just like, I know I've got hurt. It doesn't even hurt that bad. But my brain just shuts off. And so every time I try to do a new dive, I just, I start shaking and I get frustrated. Yeah, you do and start shaking. And, and it, then
1: I can't get over it. The thing when I smack a, a new dive, my brain does do the initial, no, don't do that. That, you're, we're done with that. But I, I just overcome that. I'm like, no, I'm just going to do it again. And it's, I'm, I'm probably going to get hurt again. And even if I smack a second, third, fourth time, I just keep going and it hurts. But then event eventually, since I've smacked so many times, the pain tolerance gets easier to like take care of the take care of the new dive. And um that's why I'm able to smack straight flat on my back and stomach on three meter now. Um and not like really make like a face or like start crying or I never cried after a dive, but like start like whining after a dive. I just get out of the water and I'm like, "Ow, that hurt a lot." I, I, it's just going backwards, dude. I'm just so yeah, bad at going tre- backwards. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm loathing the moment where I have to do backs again on a uh, three meter for for my new for my new club. Why? Because because I'm gonna have to do back two and a half. Dave's gonna tuck. be like, "All right, back two and a half oh. time." Dave, Bob, same thing. <laughs> Bob's my coach. Shout out Bob. Great coach. But yeah, I just
0: that's one thing I don't like about diving. And then also is for some reason I feel like you since you're you're so good that when I go next, even if like I feel like I do just as good of a dive, I just I get scored lower. Might be because I'm not as confident, even though I think I'm confident, might be because I'm short and I look weird. Um, my form might be not as good, but it's just, I feel like judges don't like me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Judging in diving is very difficult because it's so subjective. So let's just get into diving, like get into the sport of diving for a minute here. Um, so when you do a dive, it has a degree of difficulty. Um, let's say it, it ranges from one to four. And in between that, there's a, dec- a bunch of decimals, like 2.5, 2.8, 3.1. Most of the high school dives are in between uh, 1 and 2.6, maybe a 3.0. That's like a really good diver's doing a 3.0. And if a, ju- if a judge sees someone do a 3.0 dive, it automatically puts that, uh, that stigma into their brain that, oh, this is a good diver, I'm gonna give him better points because he's doing the better dives. Because you're going to have to have better form in order to perform the better dives. Sometimes. Kind of, kind of, kind of. Because if you're like us,
0: like sometimes <laughs> if you're throwing like a three and a half, and then your form's kind of dooky and you don't kick out of the way, the dives be like, he also didn't come out at all.
1: It went in a ball. So you know, it it does. You know, But you still have to have <laughs> that same takeoff uh, aerial awareness to be able to do the dive. To it, If you're doing a 1.2, you're going to be worse than if you're doing a 3.0 as an optional. Tom, I've been so self-conscious about my podcasting this whole week. Then don't. It's, I'm so in my head right now. That's what, mess, that's what messing you I, up. I don't know how to get out. Okay. Okay, ready?
0: It's not that hard. We're just talking to a camera and a microphone. We don't even know who's going to listen to this. All right? I might even keep this into the podcast. It'd be funny to keep it in (laughs) about how you can't podcast right now. I
1: think think you're right. I think that's a good idea. You just need to relax, dude.
0: Because I think you're practicing too much. You might be practicing too much for the podcast. It's supposed to be... I
1: I think I'm thinking about it too much.
0: It's supposed to be relaxing. It's supposed to be organic. You're turning it into, like, robotic in how I'd be perfect podcast form, and I have to enunciate every word and talk slow, but also not say like, um, anything, but that's just how a human works, we're not perfect, alright, we say um, like, because we can't think at 100 miles a minute and say every word that comes out of mouth, or else you'd be just insane, and you see how I just said the and and the um, because I didn't think before I said I was just saying stuff, and that's what the podcast is really about, dude, it's about saying whatever you think about on your mind. And about just being a person. We are not robots. We are not half cyborg. Oh, shoot! We are humans, dude. We mess up. That's the point, dude. Thanks, Tom. You're welcome. Okay. Just pick up a different topic. No, no,
1: that was good. Thank you, actually, for that. Because... I think I have been thinking about the podcast way too much. I think it's consumed my whole life for the past three weeks. I definitely think it's consumed my life for
0: the past three weeks because every I looked at our text messages and every single thing is about podcast topics. Dude, you should write that down. Dude, listen to this for the podcast. Dude, <laughs> have you done the thumbnail for the podcast? Dude, I'm working on it, all right? Dude, you're supposed to come over and do a podcast tonight. Dude, I really can't right now, dude. I got homework, bro. And it's just all podcast, podcast, it, it, it podcast, is, podcast. Is, yeah. And I'm sure that people coming up to you in school and saying, Bro, I listen to see a podcast, dude, it was sick, dude. I'm telling you, that's like it. How oh. many people have done that to you? Oh, I can dude, I told you about this, but this is yeah, yeah. crazy. Some guy, I don't know who this guy is, alright? He I'm walking to my car and he's like, Hey. I was like walking. Keep I kept walking. It's like, Hey dude. I kept walking. I'm like, Is this guy? This guy talking to me, and then he's like, "Dude!" And then I turn around, and I'm like, "Hey, hey, dude, what's up?" He's like, "Have I seen your face on a podcast?" No. <laughs> and, and I was thinking, this is so weird. This is not happening. I was like, "Is this? This is
1: not what famous people feel like." But is it though? You know, how, it must be like I mean the start the start of being famous. I mean, like when people first start recognizing you you know, I've I've like but we're like we're not famous at all. Like we're just starting the podcast. Like there oh, it was only 200 views on the first the first episode. So, we're and school famous. We're kind of like when you
0: see like let's say you see like a famous person and you don't know it's them or not and you're like you give them the look like the is that How many famous people might have you seen? Be? This is what I've heard from famous people talking about their fan interactions. Oh, gotcha. I felt kind of like that. And I was the, I was the famous person in the situation. I'm like, no way he recognizes me, but don't doesn't actually know me. And he goes, have, have I seen your face on a podcast recently? And I'm like, yeah, that's probably me. Yeah. And he's, he goes, oh, dude, that's sick. I have a podcast myself. I'm like, what the heck? When is everyone getting podcasts now? Yeah. And he goes. The high schoolers just have podcasts. And he's talking to me about. It. He's like, "Oh, what's it about?" And I tell him, "Like, oh, we just talk about stuff. We vibe current, current topics." And I just thought the interaction was so insane. Someone who've never talked to goes, "I heard about your
1: podcast. And that's so weird." Like, I thought it was so weird. We. I mean, I've been trying to market the podcast as much as possible. I've been talking to anybody and everybody about it, and uh, trying to post on. Instagram as like uh as consistently as possible in order to get people to to check it out. So yeah. yeah, I guess it's something's working. I thought it was so weird, and he
0: I forgot to ask him what his podcast was, <laughs> but I told him, yeah, I do. Go check out Organic Matters. That's his podcast. I'm telling you, definitely check it out.
1: It's on- Anywhere Spotify. Google Podcast, Amazon Podcast, Apple Podcast, <laughs> yeah.
0: YouTube. I, I literally went down the list. I was like, anywhere you can find podcast, it's on there. <laughs> I thought it was so weird. I don't know how. I like. I just don't understand. He, he I mean, that means he must have looked at my at his phone, saw something about a podcast, seen your face, connected, connected the dots, and goes.
1: That's podcast, man. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Like that just happened. It's crazy that he didn't even know the um, no, know, know the the name of the podcast. That we just like, did I see you on a podcast. That's so weird.
0: I I felt kind of embarrassed. I was like, did I was like, what if this is not? What if I'm the wrong guy? What if there's another <laughs> guy with the podcast? What if there's another
1: podcast?
0: Yeah, dude. I talk about embarrassing stuff a lot on this pod on the podcast. I talked about that. I talked about uh, the first time I gave him a play day. I've had a lot of embarrassing moments actually. Um you're a musician, right? Like
1: would kind you consider of. yourself a musician? I mean not really. I just sing. Like I used to play uh saxophone, but I play guitar a little bit now. Um I like writing things. I like writing songs, I like writing Have you ever had like a a Performance
0: like a legit performance,
1: yeah, a couple times. Have you done a solo? Is yeah, what I'm saying. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just one time actually in like uh seventh grade, or it was sixth grade, that we were singing like a Tarzan song for uh for choir. <laughs> it was like, oh wait, no, it's George of the Jungle. It's like, George, George, George of the Jungle, watch out for that tree. And then I was the guy who did the solo part, and I was going like, But it was better than that because I don't. In sixth grade, I just had the best Tarzan voice. Apparently, I guess, dude. Yeah, I had that. I also had. uh, Was it
0: embarrassing when you sang the Tarzan?
1: Nah, I'm a pretty. I was pretty confident with it, and everyone like laughed, and it was awesome. Like it was. It was pretty. Have you?
0: A couple times, I've had just the worst performances because I I play the violin Mm -hmm. and. I like, I don't like practicing that much unless I'm into the song. And I like, I, I followed this program that I was in. I went to like a, a violin school, like every Monday, and I would play with them. And I didn't, I like the violin, but the music I playing, I was like forced to play kind of. And there's this, there's one song. It's Baccarini. Baccarini. It's, I don't, I don't like the actual it's title, but Baccarini. it's called like, it's called Baccarini. and it's a song that goes. Doo, 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 Oh, I know that song. So I had to play that song. I think I was in third grade. Is that the song in grade.
1: Legend of Zelda where you're you're shoot like in a shooting range? No, that's a different song. No, different Wait, song. No, no, do it again. Do it again. Do it again. It's a. <laughs> It is 100%. 100% the, a hundred percent. It's hundred percent the the song. song. In, no, it's hundred percent the song in Legend of Zelda, it's, Ocarina it's, of Time. When you're shooting an air, or no, when you're at the bomb chew. Dude, I know arena. what you're
0: talking about, and it's not that song, bro. I'm telling you, no way. What's his name? What's the Zelda writer? Uh, uh. Ki- Odo?
1: No. Nah, uh, but
0: he wrote he wrote every song. You did not copy Baccarini, bro. I'm just no, saying. dude, that's
1: maybe he just used Baccarini. Maybe it, he wrote it.
0: It's the. It's like the famous. What's it called? Mozart? No. It, or release. It's like a snippet of music that's super recognizable. An illusion? A motif. A motif. It's a. It, it must. It's just a musical motif then. I guess it, so. Like the, you know, like the da-da-da-da, da da da, 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 da yeah, that's yeah, a famous, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then the da-da-da-da-da, that must be a, so, but I had to play Baccarini for a concert, and leading up to the concert, I didn't practice. I only practiced at my lesson and on Mondays concert comes the worst part is is it, it's not just a solo it's a duet with my brother
1: oh, he's man. way better
0: than me yeah but he had to play with me and we didn't we practiced maybe like once together oh man so I go up how to play. long was the
1: solo or the duet
0: the whole song I don't know I go up to play I'm getting ready I'm like I'm not ready for this <laughs> How many people were in the audience? I was at a church. Okay. Uh, No, I was at a home, not a homeless. Um, old people go there. Uh, At
1: least it wasn't in front of in front of like your friends. But
0: it was it was for Mother's Day. It was in front of a bunch of people at the school's mom and a bunch of old people who are at the the nursing home. It was at a nursing home and it was in like the chapel of like a Mm -hmm. church. So I'm ready. I'm like, this is gonna be so bad. I'm getting embarrassed just thinking, reliving the moment, the first note,
1: oh. I squeak on the first note, Gosh.
0: but then I don't continue playing. I replay the note, so it's like squeak, <laughs> and the whole thing is like that. I remember, I remember, I like would play double notes that weren't there. There's like a part where it's like a scale down. I'm like do 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 do, and my brother. The, the the duet's
1: like... Doo, 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 oh, doo, he doo, was like doo, perfect. Doo, doo, doo,
0: doo. And and then my brother's like... Doo, 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 doo. And <laughs> it was just so bad.
1: What was the interaction like afterwards with you and your brother?
0: Nothing, because my brother had to play his own solo, and he killed it. Like, absolutely killed it. And then, Good job, Derek. And then they talk. I like, go to my parents, and they're like, that was the worst performance you've ever had in your entire life. I was like, yeah, I know, okay? It, it was embarrassing for me, too. And I just sat there and I'd take it. And I was just like, "This, this is not happening again." But then, it, it, I've never had like a clean violent performance. I swear, it's always bad. Um, uh, there's another one I was playing. Uh, it's called Bach Double. It's a duet. I was playing with Dirk again. Mm-hmm. And the whole song, I'm doing fine. I'm killing it. I'm like, I'm killing it. It's like, da 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 And then Derek hops in he does the same thing in like high octave. And it's going sick until the very end. Does he play violin too? Yes. He he played the violin and then switched to viola. But he was playing we were killing it. And then I get to like a hard shift and I mess it up. And then Derek's supposed to be playing a note. And he like, he's off. So then he just holds a note for way longer just to get it back. It, it's like, we like play and he just goes, he like stops because I stopped and he's like, <laughs> and he just holds it for so long. Did it save it? And it kind of saved it and we ended together. And then <laughs> Dark was like after, he's like, yeah, I know what to do because you just stopped playing. So then I decided to just hold the note. And then, oh my God, dude! I stopped playing at a state level performance, and oh. I was violin one, and my whole ensemble was like, "Why'd you stop you playing?" Score? I got a silver instead of a gold. We were a couple oh. points off
1: from the gold, and they're like, "Dude,
0: why would you?" I'm like, Guys, hey, "I'm sorry." Hey,
1: I ran into a door at school the other day. I was going. I was. I was. We, we were reading a book in the middle class. It was like silent except for the the teacher was reading the book, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was just like. Can, May I use the restroom? And so the the doors uh, at school, right? Mm-hmm. You can, like, press them a little bit and then, like, push them open. You don't have to, like, pull them all, put, like, tur- turn them all the way. So... You ran into it. You would try I, to open I, it. I just tried to open it, like, really quick. And I usually, like, use my arm, like, my shoulder and my, like, body to open the door. <laughs> Did you get embarrassed? You embarrassed? But, yeah, yeah. That was where I was going with this. And you were just, like... I... I, I... I hit the doorknob and I just like straight up ran, in, ran into the door and then everyone looked and I opened the door to like get out and I, I literally ran. I ran out of the door. I like flip turned out so that I could get out there as soon as possible. I ran to the bathroom and just went into the stall and I started like screaming to me. You know when you're like younger and you get in trouble and like you're grounded and you're you're so pissed off at your parents that you you. <laughs> almost slammed the door and you shut it and then you start screaming in your head but you're like <laughs> and you're like and you're just like like throwing
0: pillows everywhere and you, you're like screaming to your pillow and you're like you know what I'm packing away and you, <laughs> I'm you, packing a you, bag you grab a bag and pack like one toy and you're yeah. like I'm out of this I gotta go <laughs> and then
1: you walk away I've that's that's, that's kind of how it was in the stall oh. <laughs> and, then, and then when I walked back in just like hey what's up Hey, guys. And then I, then I talked to my friend in the class. I'm like, I just ran into the door. <laughs> Dude, speaking of school, it's been a, on
0: my For You page back on TikTok. Always recent with TikTok. Yeah. TikTok trends. Recently on TikTok. Are you, are you on TikTok? Yeah. So I'm on TikTok. Just making sure. Have you seen the this absolute uh, devious lick?
1: Yeah, people it, are stealing crap from school.
0: I saw one where it's like I got this absolute devious lick and he pops his trunk and it's a stall from
1: school. Like a stall door? No, like uh not a stall, a urinal. Like oh. a full <laughs> urinal. I, I saw one where the, the like there were there were two stalls and he opens up one stall and and the, like, divider of both stalls is gone. And he's like, you guys have gone way <laughs> too far with this trend." Oh,
0: I saw one where the guy goes into a stall and there's a guy in the other stall and he just takes the guy's shoe and runs. While he stall. <laughs> <laughs> while he's in the stall.
1: And I, I saw one where... A- have you seen the one where, he, like, some guy just jumps up, tries to grab an exit sign? Yeah, and, then, and, and, and the and whole thing falls off thing and he doesn't even get it. it. <laughs> dude, dude,
0: today at school, I saw someone... I, I, we were, like, filming him, and he, he, like, opened his bag, and there's, like, a traffic code, and he tried to steal it. <laughs>
1: Wait, at school today? Yeah,
0: and then he couldn't fit. And then later, he, like, grabbed a trash can and just walked away with it and, like, put it somewhere <sighs> else. And then I saw another one today. We were, it was on someone's store and it was, like, absolute devious. So, like, it's he's, like, in school. He opened his bag, and it's, like, a box fan. <laughs> and then I saw another one. This guy's on the bus. And he's got a picture of, like, the chem, like, stethoscope, where, like, you look at things, he's, like, absolute devious, like, like,
1: how I'm, like, have we seen I'm, like, <laughs> so many of these like, and just able to remember all of them? I'm, like,
0: how do you still, like, how do you just not see you put, like, take out the plug of the stethoscope and just put it, it's not a stethoscope, the, the, microscope. Mi-
1: microscope, yeah.
0: I, it just, it's, like, heavy, just puts in his bag and just, how do you, like, what? How does that even happen?
1: I saw someone who had a PC, a full PC. From the school. Like,
0: how does... Yeah, how, how do, you do you get
1: these... How do you steal... How do you... Okay. I mean, I'm sh- I'm sure we, we're smart. We could come up with a plan. We could definitely... But we're definitely not going to. Like, that's, <laughs> I, that's so stupid. Dude, I imagined myself like... Going into the bathroom and then taking off the soap,
0: <laughs> like this soap thing, because
1: I saw that on TikTok too. I think what I'd do is I'd just like put my hand under the soap and then just like put it in my bag. <laughs> I'm talking about like the whole soap dispenser just going. I know. I'm <laughs> just talking about a squirt. <laughs> the Most devious lick I've today. What does lick mean? <laughs> Apparently, it's something you steal. Like why lick though? Let's let's try and most lick. I mean when you lick, like you're you're licking and like when you uh, you take it, like you lick it sticks and then you take it. What? Well, maybe let's think about stealing. And you put your tongue on a on a letter and it's sticky and then you grab you you stick it to the letter and, and then it stays together like those those parts. And then once you take the part, that's a lick.
0: Oh. Yeah. See, I was thinking like thing about this. So stealing. Steal is wrong. Stealing, steal like steel bars. Now, what, steel bars. Now, now what do you make out of steel? Cars. Now, let's say... Bars. Let's say you, it's a summer night, and then you go to a drive-in theater in your car. What do you eat? Ice cream. Now, what can ice cream come in? An ice cream bar. How do you eat those?
1: You lick <laughs> it. Lick it. So, so, basically, that's basi- what I got licked. Basically... Basically, it's like the the steel pole in uh, a Christmas story that the kid licks. You. Oh, that's it, that's it,
0: dude. And like how. Or it's because you s- steal bars, you know, bars. And then a bar, you put it in like a jello cup. And then hold on, you can't use the bar steel to eat the jello cup. So you just. With the tongue, and you lick the oh, jello yeah? out. Gels gross. I think gels gross. You know
1: how we're like going deeper into the meaning of this word. So today, and during that same class that I ran into a door English, um, I was explaining a situation that was happening in our book. And so there's this guy, right? He's a soldier, and he de- he's like he's like scared of everything, and he keeps weed on him, and he keeps tranquilizers on him, because he's like scared of everything. He wants to so like. Take uh, off, you get take anxious, off the edge, and then right? also if someone runs up and goes, bah! Exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. And he always stays strapped, right? He had a grenade launcher on him and he had like 36 pounds of grenades on him when he died, right? He wasn't even able to use the ammunition. And so my teacher's like, how would you tell a person's parents that they died on battlefield? Would you say, your son has died? Or would you give him a deeper explanation? What I said on how I would tell the person's parents is that I would fornicate the idea of him having grenades on him and him dying to create a story that would explain his death. And everyone in the class got like angry at me for using the word fornication. Why? Because the word to fornicate means to have sex without marriage.
0: No, thought No, that's not the only meaning.
1: Everyone got angry at me and I had to defend myself. So I'm like, think about this. All right, a man and a woman, they have sex and have a baby, right? <laughs> An idea with another idea, have sex has a story. <laughs> and and then and then at the end I'm like, okay, fine. I understand where you're coming from. The word fornicate, it's 60% right in this context. It's right. You're not wrong
0: for using the word fornicate. I don't know what but else I, to say yeah. about that. Like yeah. you just weren't
1: wrong for saying the word fornicate. There's this one kid who was like trying to argue with me for like five minutes. I'm like, dude. I like Super Smash Bros. And we play it all the time, and it's so fun.
0: Smash Bros. I think <laughs> Smash Bros. Is a great game. It's been uh, I first first time I played Smash Bros. Um, this is just going to be a weird transition for everyone listening to podcasts. Yeah, but, very, very. But Smash Bros. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but Smash Bros. So first time I played Smash Bros was at my friend's house, and I was very young. I must have been second, first, second grade probably, or third grade. And they were, I've never played the game before, and they were, everyone was so good. And I felt bad because I sucked. And I was like, wow, this isn't fun because I suck. I can relate to that feeling. But then I was like, this game is actually really fun. So I started getting better and then You got inspired event- by being bad eventually so that you could get better. I bought the game myself. And Wh- which one was it? This was this was Brawl because this was in Super like, Smash Brothers Brawl. this was in two thousand eleven. On the 12. Wii. Yeah. So I'm playing Brawl and I'm getting better. And then eventually I can compete with them and I'm having fun. And then I was then I noticed that there was another Smash game older ones. So then I, I and then I played 64. I played 64 Smash 64 the first one so much. It was so much fun. I'd play against level 9 CPUs for hours and only use hours? Ne- and only use Ness and I would down air and just keep down airing and I was so it had so much fun and then and then I go back to Brawl and then I played through Brawl and then I'm starting to beat my friends at this point. I'm like actually beating them and they're like, "Damn, you're getting pretty good." And then one day on YouTube I find this game it's Smash Bros but they're moving super fast and they're doing these weird movements oh and project then, M and then they're no oh melee I found this is the first time I found competitive melee oh I was like this game looks so this and then I just watched it because they were so good I saw him doing like zero to deaths mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I was just like wow. Zero deaths is like when you take out someone without
1: taking any damage. I was like wow, this is this this game looks so much fun. Dude, so- I can so relate to being like not having fun cuz I'm doing bad because you beat me all the time. We're getting to how <laughs> I got. So then
0: this is this is why I got good is because I start I was like wow, these guys are really good. So then I bought. I found a copy of Melee on eBay. I bought it. I I gotta get a game. I had to get a GameCube SD card, and then I played through Melee, and I unlocked all the characters, and I had so much fun. And then, I would I like saw someone play Falco and just use Down Air a lot, and that's I'm like, I need to do that. So I used Falco and he was my main when I first started playing Melee, and I would just do like Dash Attack Down Air the whole time, and it always worked. And then, my friend. Also had melee because his brothers were like a little older, so then we started playing melee at his house, and I'd beat them. And then I started watching real competitive melee. I started watching my like commentators, and then mm-hmm. I learned how to read your opponent and how not just to do how not just do your own game plan and play like a robot is to like react to how people are playing and read their movement options. And as you play them more and more, you start to learn their habits, and then you can exploit their habits. And then at that moment, I think I, I fell in love with Smash Bros. Because my friends, they're always like, dude, I can't beat you. <laughs> it's because you would just, you would just, you play Sonic and press the B button over and over and over again. And then, and then it just doesn't work because I know you're going to press the B button. And then they're like, oh, dude, how come you always come in when you're off the edge? Because you always recover high or you always recover low. And you just pick up on these habits. And then when you do something cool and like you actually read them, they're like, how did you know that? And you're like, That felt (laughs) cool. That felt so cool. And then I learned. And then after I learned that, I started learning combos. And so then you gotta learn your basic combos. And then once you know your character so well, you can make up your own combos on the fly. And then you start reading people. And that's when you really have fun playing Smash Bros. In my opinion.
1: Something that you can never read is the down B with Young Link. Down B? You mean Mm -hmm. down air? Yeah, down air. You know, with your air, with A.
0: Oh, you mean the one you do every single time? I'm pretty sure it's down B, Dom. Down B
1: is is your bomb. It's down, in. See, so like the reason why I'm like losing sometimes is probably like this, this type of disconnect between the knowledge of Super Smash Brothers and between us. <laughs> well, okay, I should. I, I mean, I you really, have so you have a bunch a bunch of more hours in it than I do. But also, I really
0: should be punishing you every single time you do that. It's just because <laughs> I think my option will outrange it. But for some reason, that hitbox, I just never it just never <laughs> works. And you
1: see how I love when I hit it though. It's so fun to hit.
0: And that then you move. see how when I started playing Seth Roth, and I was sort so long. You do it every single time, and I just up. I just eventually I just start going under the platform because it doesn't never, never works. And then I just run away from it. And then yeah. But you start picking up on habits like that. And then I would bring it into like real life. My smash knowledge I'd bring into real life. How? Because I I play soccer. So I I used to play forward, which is the one that scores all the goals. And they always get all the attention. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What people don't think about is the mind games that goes behind playing defense. I know what you're talking about. So then I started playing defense. And after you go up a forward, because you go up against basically the same forward the whole match. And eventually you start picking up on their habits and most people at least at our level have this one habit that I always picked up on is let's say we're both running and I'm a little faster and then I start to cut you off instead of keep going nine times out of ten they cut back so to cover that option what I would do is I drag when I stop myself I drag my left foot or whatever foot so that if they cut back I'd hit the ball and then also, if you play someone so much, then you get to know, like, oh, he likes to do step overs and then go to his right foot. And so I, I, like, would read people. And that's why I think I'm such a great defender, but I can't play anymore, which sucks. But I, like, bring my smash knowledge into, like, soccer. I
1: know what you're saying because the, the little amount of time I've played soccer, like, against people, I've been pretty good at, like, getting the ball from them by like reading what their movements are going to be like. I It's not to the extent of you because I haven't had as much experience in it. Um, but I, I'm kind of able to do that same thing. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's like the little thing of going farther or
0: like thinking harder and not, it's like thinking, was it playing smarter, not harder. So like I could, I could do half as much or like with a controller with my feet and still beat you by just thinking a little more. Instead of just what most people do is they just throw out their foot and then they make a simple move around it. What I what you're actually supposed to do is you gotta wait and think about what where the where's their best option, where they're most likely to go, and then you go to that option. I think that's why soccer's so much fun and that's why Smash is so much
1: fun, and you can kind of you thinking, can thinking smarter and not harder is like kind of the same thing with tra- in training in any sense, you know, mm-hmm. like um, with this new club of. At Diving that I that I'm working with ISD. So I'm actually in a club called ISD and there's also this club called Rip fest, right? And they're kind of like a They're kind of like uh not enemies But they, they like compete against each other and like try to have the best divers and stuff But I joined this ISD club when I had already had some experience with the rip fest club um, but at ISD we have these papers that shows every single like type of dive that we can do during a practice and Our coach prescribes us dives to do that are um, In sync with what we're going to be learning throughout the next like foreseeable future so uh, Right now I'm doing like these easy dives because it's the beginning of the season. So Um, so that I can do the harder dives later, and it's it's just like building on things and like doing the exact right movements in order to be ready for the bigger movements later. I mean, yeah,
0: but for diving, it's more about repetition, Mm -hmm. and it's not repetition in the right order, is what I'm saying. Well, with the smash and the soccer, is is that it's like. You're against someone in diving. Mm, yeah, you're not you're against someone. You, yeah. yeah, no, you're definitely against someone. You're against it's yourself. yourself. It's it's how you're thinking at the time, your confidence. Diving is more against yourself, which is a, a hard battle because people struggle with themselves all the time. Mm. But with someone else, you can kind of force them to
1: do what you want. Yeah, I've always wanted to be in team sports again and like competitive against another person. It's it looks really fun to be able to be on like a team and work together for a win um, instead of having it all on your shoulders. It's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. Speaking earlier, like
0: before, I probably do better in team sports because then I can kind of feed off their energy. Yeah, they can yeah. feed off my energy. And when by myself, let's just say performing, I, <laughs> I just, it's all myself. And if I'm not 100% prepared, then I just don't do as well. But that's why I pr- I do sports is to undo like is to be comfortable under pressure because in life, being comfortable with the uncomfortable is very advantageous.
1: Yeah, very important.
0: Like I think playing sports is important for development because it teaches you
1: how to deal with uncomfortable situations. For sure. There there's there was a point in today's practice where I'm like, I don't want to do every rep of this warm up. And I'm not gonna lie. I kind of fell into that a bit. I kind of skipped a few reps, which I don't usually do. Um and it that was just a bad day. Um but you learn from the bad days as well as the good days. You learn from the bad days, you learn from the good days. You learn
0: from the struggles. I think that it's it's not about the practice. It's about the actual performing part is very uh, vital because that's when you're under the most pressure yeah. like when let's you're say you're on the spotlight you're at state for diving and this dive is either you get you score points for your team or you get nothing. That's a lot of pressure on one person in one moment in time. And if you fail, then you're like, I can't fail again. So then you work harder. And further in life, let's say you have a business meeting or like a presentation. And if it goes well, you get the job. And if not, you don't. So like, let's say when I have kids, they're definitely going to be doing something where it's only them and it teaches them confidence, public
1: speaking. It's just so advantageous, I think, to... I saw this thing on TikTok, right? Mm-hmm. It was this mom who was having her daughter do daily affirmations while she was doing her hair.
0: What are, what are affirmations Affirmations
1: again? are like when you say, I am amazing. I'm going to be happy today. I'm going to be strong. I'm a proud person. And this little girl is probably going to grow up to be more body positive more confident in herself confident with whatever she does because her mom is instilling this um in into her as at a young age so along with your parenting habits that you're going to be instilling like this this speech class being confident talking to people and um stuff like that i think i'm also going to do something like the daily affirmations thing for my kids so that they can um if you instill it in them when they're young, it's not gonna be cringy for them when they're older. Mm-hmm. Like right now, me saying like, "I am amazing," "I am strong," it's it shouldn't be, but it is kind of like cringy to me. It it's a cringy in
0: a sense, but at soccer, um, our coach is he's a psychologist. That's like his other job, and I think he does really well of not making you feel cringy in those moments. Because he has with the whole team, he's like, right now I want you guys to connect with yourself, and then you do that like that inner talk with yourself instead of just instead of saying it out loud. But the whole team is doing it, so you feel like I should do it, and it's not as cringy if you do like if I mean it's like a whole like group thing, you know how like monkey see monkey do.
1: Yeah, but I had that same same kind of thing um, when I was at Rip Fest, the other camp um, that I was talking about. There was this coach who told us like a phrase we should say. Like, I'm going to be better than I was yesterday or something. And, like, I'm going to be the best. And I was the only one who was saying it out loud. And I was saying it loud. And I felt so cringy for doing it. But that was an example of a good day of where I'm overcoming the anxiety of talking in front of people or saying, I'm just not going to do it because everyone else isn't doing it. Yeah, I another
0: habit or like i think to help deal with like pressure and stuff you know let's say your parent cheers you on or like talks to you do you, do you respond better to i don't know like positive reinforcement where you're like you're doing so good dude keep up the good work or when you like let's say you're like not actually in, but your parents are trying to motivate you or do you do or do you, do you do better with I don't want to say negative reinforcement, but I like to say realistic. Maybe hostile. It's not hostile. Host- it's not hostile. I'm like, it's realistic. Like, you need to, you need to do this better.
1: Look at the factors and see where you're going to go based on what you're doing right now. Mm-hmm. Like,
0: my dad, he's not, he's not a very, like, keep up the good work. Keep That's like a mom <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah. I feel They're like, come on, Dom, keep going. My dad's like, you need to pass a little faster. And once you do that, then you can do this and this and this. And I'm like, all right. Or I feel like
1: if your mom was more versed on the topic, she'd be able to say stuff like that. Too. Or instead
0: of, or what my dad did when, let's, when my sister was running cross country. Or even when I was running cross country, he, instead of going, come on, Dom, keep it up. He would go, you need to run faster. You need to go. You're falling behind hustle, Awesome! And and I ran faster. I feel like if the could keep going, I would have like kept the same yeah, pace. Yeah, yeah, I think I do better with negative reinforcement than positive reinforcement. I feel like, in my mind, positive reinforcement is, I maybe mean, it's a little cringy because I didn't grow up with that. I grew up with like the facts and being realistic. You know,
1: I work best when I am set on a plan and I follow the plan and. I can see it through, and I know everything about that plan. Let's say the plan doesn't go go according to plan.
0: What would your parents tell you?
1: Probably just, I mean, just do... Okay, so my dad's thing is you can't do better than your best, right? Mm -hmm. So just try your best at what you're you're doing, and if it doesn't go well, we're not going to be angry at you or... um, we're still going to be proud of you for trying your best. Like, stay positive, stay in it, and try try your best to do what it is you're trying to do, and you'll go somewhere with it. You know, it's frustrating.
0: Hmm. You know you, So, your dad says, try your best, and if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Sometimes you can put 110% effort into something, but it just doesn't end up the way you wanted it. Like, I've had bad days in soccer where yeah. I'm giving it all my effort. And then my touches aren't right, or I'm just not doing something right. And my dad's always like, "Sometimes you try your best and you
1: just don't play well." And I'm like, "That sucks, but it's it's a true." I mean, yeah, it's hundred percent true. Like when we're talking about this, I have stories, or like I have stories that are running through my head of times that I'm like disappointed in myself because I'm trying my best and it's just not going well. I think the worst time that happened was when I was at the biggest meet of my life. It was a zone championship um in Olympian Tyler Downs was there a uh, state champion from the year before senior going into college uh to produce Sam Bennett um 1 meter cha- state champion was there and a bunch of other people who were the best in the sick in six states were there and I did my first dive it was perfect I was I was ecstatic and then the second dive I messed up worse than I had ever messed up on it, and it destroyed my mental. But I still tried my best to do the best dives I could. Every time I got on that board, even though my mental was destroyed because of all this humongous competition and what I had to do, I still got on the board and I tried to do the best dive I could. And it didn't go too well, honestly. Yeah, but I, That's happened
0: to me before. Like, yeah. I, I didn't make state. I messed up one dive, and then it got in my head. And I tried to do the best I could, and then it just didn't work out. That just goes again to feeling in the pressure and trying to use it to your advantage. But sometimes it doesn't, like your adrenaline. But I yeah. guess
1: that goes in you, into, like, you win some, you lose some. You
0: do. You win some, you lose some. And I think that's a good ending point for... Today's podcast. It was a little weird podcast. Uh, this is definitely probably our weirdest podcast we've had.
1: I think we should not end yet. So when you said that, get rid of that. I think we should do it for another fifteen minutes so that we have more time so I can cut out some things. Nah, dude, I think this is a shorter podcast. I think we need to end the podcast, dude. We're uh, we're on a roll. I just and caught I think... my drift.
0: And then we should end on the high note, dude. We we bought
1: low, and we're
0: selling high.
1: All right guys. So that was a bit of a shorter episode this week. It was definitely interesting um a learning experience. To say the least, a lot of deep stuff was going on uh the in the topics we were talking about and also in the mental of creating a podcast. It's
0: we're learning along with making the podcast and a lot. Sometimes you can overthink things and it just makes it a lot harder to focus on what you should actually put, what you should actually be focusing on and we 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 learned that today and so continuing on we'll continue to make things more, you know, organic as you like to say.
1: And hopefully it will be more entertaining. So we'll catch you guys on the flip side. Stay organic.